Hello and welcome to another Octal FM Soundbite. I'm Gelada. And I'm Sefran. And we've got a couple of games to talk about today that we've been playing. Mm-hmm. One of them is early access, relatively new. Another one has been around for a while. Both very much in the wheelhouse of the games we've been playing at the moment. Like, yeah, absolutely. Feel like a little bit of a theme here. Uh, one of them is Satisfactory, which you've been playing. Mm-hmm. And the other one is 20 Minutes Till Dawn, which we mm-hmm. have both been playing. Should we start with Satisfactory? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So like I picked it up of like because it was on offer and I was just mm. I had that efficiency itch. You know the one, right? <laughs> um and especially with me, right? Mm. And it always looked really good whenever I'd like watch streams of it or whatever. I was like, yeah, yeah, it looks really fun. So I I finally picked it up and I and I started playing it. And so it's really interesting because I've a bit of a love-hate relationship with it almost straight away. Okay. So like it's really nice to have like one of these sort of building games, like efficiency mm. factory simulator type games, right? In 3D, like really pretty 3D. So it plays really nice. It handles really nicely. It looks really, really nice, etc. However, the 3D first person view is very not friendly when it comes to like planning out a factory and like building it. Like mm. the amount of times I'm trying to place down a factory piece and like i can't see the 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 orientation because it's like it's so i'm so close to where i'm standing on a flat plane of like you know grass or whatever so i can't see so it's like well you could build a tower and stand like high above your factory and place down like at that point why am i not just in third person mode then yeah so like immediately like the idea of this like really pretty 3d world is like great and then i'm like well this just is very not useful to the gameplay itself which is like mm. things like um factorio and dyson sphere program work yeah. so well because they are those like top down sort of zoomed yes. out affairs right i feel like dyson sphere is like somewhere in between right because factorio is like 2d like very like top down mm. and then Dyson Sphere program is like 3D, but for a person, like you can zoom out loads. You can zoom out loads. Yeah, absolutely. Like all the way to the planet level. Yeah. Whereas like, yeah, it's a satisfactory. It looks really cool, but like in practice, it's sort of really awkward to like place stuff Mm. like neatly. And like my OCD was going off with like, because things weren't like gridded up. So like something was like just slightly like a three degree angle in the wrong direction or something. It's like, it didn't quite line up. I remember you were like obsessed with this for Dyson Sphere as well. And yeah, like I want things to look nice like i want them to be in like straight lines and like i can see that my conveyor belt isn't quite and there are like snapping tools and stuff to like make it kind of snap to grid but like it's so awkward to make work properly and it's like i'm like oh it's not quite lined up right i have to redo the whole bloody thing and it's so that was (laughs) one gripe i have with satisfactory the other gripe i have is that the the minute to minute gameplay is just not quite as enjoyable as something like dyson sphere Right. Mm. In the when I started out, the first thing and this uh, I could ho- probably do a whole series about this this sort of design decision. We've we've done these similar discussions with things like Death Stranding, if you remember, where I talked about sort of the way in which the game sort of like teaches you and tricks you at the same time. Mm. And Satisfactory does a bad job of this, where I think Dyson Sphere does a good job, right? In that Satisfactory you start out and it's like you can build stuff by hand, which is fine, you know, you can do that in Dyson Sphere. But it's like but it's quicker and more efficient to do things if you automate it using like your factory, right? That you start to build out and the game's like, oh you need to build this thing to build this basic smelter. And then you need to build like a constructor to turn those like smelted things into actual useful components, etc. etc. Right. But to do that you need power. Well, this is where the game really fills apart, if you ask me, in that the power, the first power you have access to in Satisfactory is a biomass burner, where you can put mm-hmm. things like leaves and wood and stuff in there mm-hmm. to power it up, right? Yeah. But obviously that burns it, so it's only a limited amount of time it burns for, and then you have to go and physically go and grab more leaves or wood yourself. Right, yeah. yeah. Whereas in 
Dyson sphere, it does the opposite way around. It starts you with the wind turbine, which is cheap, infinite in terms of its generation, yeah, but doesn't produce very much power. So you need quite a few of them. So it's teaching you a different way. So in Satisfactory, it's like you're constantly striving to try and get sort of like the 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 longer lasting mm. power generation, be it solar panels, uh, radiation, like, you know, nuclear options, etc. Whereas in uh, Dyson Sphere, it does the opposite effect. It's like, well, you have already have this infinite power supply with like super yeah. cheap resources but you need way too many of them and it's sort of awkward to place enough of them down etc so it encourages you just to maybe use the the limited resource of the power plant where you put things mm. like coal or hydrogen and then it teaches you to sort of like go after these resources in a more interesting way as well yeah i, I don't want to spend too long of a t- time on it because I, I might do a full episode on this now i think about it if i'm honest but mm. the way in which the game sort of like uh creates mini goals for you to unpack its gameplay more and more slowly over time mm. is just so less fulfilling in satisfactory than it is in dyson sphere and I, would you I'm say not, it's not as satisfactory oh my god how did i not <laughs> see that one how did i not make that that's ridiculous no it it, it just quite wasn't quite not quite mm. you know um and it's such a shame because i was really looking forward to enjoying it but all i'm doing when i'm playing the game is like i kind of just rather boot up dyson sphere again honestly and get the same sort of like scratch to that itch of efficiency but better and more well planned out you know dyson sphere is i feel like dyson sphere is underrated you know Mm. like it's like so i feel like satisfactory is the popular one you know it is yeah yeah and i'm like the dyson sphere man it's it's a good it's so much scope in dyson sphere that's very well scoped and it's very well thought out like the design decisions for all the resources, the buildings, mostly, not all, there's a couple of small mm, flaws, yes, are very stuff. well thought out and it's yeah. a very well designed game. Um, so well. I think yeah. it's definitely maybe worth a revisit in terms of an episode discussion. Yeah, I think you might be right, you know, I think you might be right. But yeah, the other game that we've both been playing, I haven't been playing Satisfactory, but we've both been playing uh, 20 Minutes Till Dawn, mm-hmm. which I can't remember how I spotted, but it's uh, like bullet hell, roguelike kind of vibe like horde survival type thing right horde survival types thing yeah i saw you playing vampire mm-hmm. survivors which i didn't pick up um but i did pick up 20 minutes till dawn uh and it's in early access it's cheap it's like two pounds the same as vampire survivors and i i've been really enjoying playing it they've already added some new content uh you have like characters and guns are like the like things you can choose they we talked we talked about this sort of like, you know, achievements to like extend. I, I don't know if this episode's out yet, but like achievements to extend a game's lifespan and things like that. And it's absolutely one of those. Like you've got like achievements for like, like a meta of like trying different builds and encouraging you to do different things. Yes. And they yeah, also yeah. have like a run progression where every time you succeed at a run, you can like up the difficulty for the next run. And that's like a different level of darkness or whatever, where like different things happen. Uh, And they also have like a modifications on top of that, which is like, which is like, uh, like runes, I think they call them where you can like. Yeah, they're sort of like small little incremental improvements with your character between the runs. So you can give yourself small little bonuses as it gets slightly harder each time you up the darkness level. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, like uh, I I think... Given that it's two pounds, I'm like, I think it's just like worth a punt. It's worth a try. And Vampire Survivors as well, from what you've said before about that. What I really like about 20 Minutes is that 
it's got really nice fun game mm. feel to it like vampire survivors is a little bit like clinical in the way it feels like you are just moving a sprite around it's more about the management of the resources right whereas with 20 minutes it's quite like a um, kinetic experience it feels like a really good bullet hell like yeah your character has like this really nice sort of like weight to them um in that like the acceleration from like slow to, to fast when they're running is just right like it's obviously been play tested quite a lot to get that feeling there mm. So I'm really impressed for like a, such a cheap little fun game yeah. to have that level of sort of like thought into it for uh, yeah. for things like that. And the way that the bullets sort of move, they have like nice like heaviness to them as well. And like, and yeah, the weapons just... have like loads of variety and the characters yeah. have some decent variety as well. And That's one of the other like... things I like as well is the characters all feel quite unique. Whereas like, say, for mm. example, in Vampire Survivors, which is it's not the same game. It's just obviously similar vibe, you know, similar sort mm. of time released. Um, yeah. the characters don't really have much of a feel, difference in feel to them right. other than like what weapon they start with and that's kind of it mm. so like 20 minutes has this, just a, a nice variation in its characters what i mm. would like to see is just more variation in both the enemies and the stages like right yeah. now there's like there's only like what four primary little enemies right and they're mm. all don't do anything other than rush you apart from one which shoots at you Yes. And like, that's the only one that's ever threatening, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when it actually becomes the bullet hell. Yeah. And the stage is always just this like relatively plain, like open space with like infinitely scrolling open space. With annoying trees that you can't see once yeah. you, uh, when it's, once it turns into bullet hell. You're absolutely right. I would love to see, now that you've said that, I'm like, yeah. I would love to see like new bosses. Like if I think about Nova Drift, right? Which is <sighs> see, exactly, probably, exactly. Nova Drift is say. probably my favorite uh, of these kinds of games, like of of all time. Like I really love Nova Drift. Yeah, so Nova Drift is fantastic. Um, less so since some of the like the tweaks that have kind of ruined a bit of the balance and made it hard to get some of the achievements. Yeah, but quite. <laughs> I know that there's been updates about fixing that and and sort of improving things, but like Nova Drift has like loads of different enemies and different bosses and like way more kind of phased, you know, you've got like the runs have variety in kind yes, of how they, they go. And Whereas, I must say with 20 yeah. minutes, like once you sort of realize that like the best way of doing it is like high attack rate with like procs on things like lightning and flame yeah. and stuff, there's not really any other reason to do anything else. Like it's sort of no. like is the dominant strategy at that point. Yeah, beyond the achievements, right? Like that's yes, the, beyond the achievements, the which in itself, like, like you said, is like encouraging you to tr try and play in different ways. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think more variety uh, beyond just like the raise the difficulty curve and kind of force you to try different mm -hmm. builds. But well, it's still really being actively developed, right? Like yeah. there's oh, only yeah, yeah, yeah. a new character added not so long ago with like a new weapon yep. type. So hopefully this sort of feedback is not just from Rosman Short, it's from like lots of people who are mm. um, playing this game. So yep. hopefully they'll sort of like add some new stage elements, new enemy types, etc. But yeah, definitely check it out. I've definitely got my two pounds worth. Yeah, and for more. two pounds, it's such good like, value. <laughs> I would have happily paid a lot more than two pounds yeah, for it now, now, knowing how much I've paid I'm it, all for cheap games like this. Like, hmm. I would absolutely rather spend a couple of quid on a game like this, even if it's sort of like, you know, has, it's one feature. It's a simple, straightforward game. But yeah. Like, you can sink some hours into it. Like, yeah. you know, I'd rather that than get a game for like, you know, 40 quid, which is like, you know, this super amazing looking fancy game and then sort of just be a little bit like left in the cold by it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very easy to forgive the lack of content when you're like, well, it was only two. Exactly. It, it was two it quid. It has more than two. It was less than my cup of coffee this morning. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, definitely go check that out. And yeah, let's let's do a full episode at some point about sort of satisfactory and, and all of those, like those games in general, right? Like, mm. we, like it's, it's, it's something that we've not... We could definitely talk a lot more about. Yeah, um, 100%. so we should.
Um, so stay tuned for that episode. But until then, I've been Gelada. And I've been Sefran. And catch us again for another Octal FM soundbite very soon.